welcome to season two of the Anxiously Engaged podcast. I am your host, Rachel Curfew. But if we haven't met yet, I'm a wife, a mother, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a certified coach specializing in anxiety and helping individuals live their life even more anxiously engaged. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Being anxiously engaged is quite the opposite of being anxious. It's about stepping out of anxiety, out of your fears, and out of the shadows of your life, and moving carefully into the light where you get to really shine as you live your life filled with passion, excitement, and energy. Welcome to the show. Today, I finished painting the black and white 12 by 12 inch square tiles that surround my black soaker tub in my main floor guest bathroom. Now, if you followed that sentence, there are several problems with it. Number one, who puts a black soaker tub in their main floor guest bathroom? Not me. I bought the house that way. <laughs> That's embarrassing, right? Number two, the black and white 12 by 12 inch square tiles that surrounded the tub, which were hideous, so ugly, so outdated. Actually, I don't think they were ever in style. I painted them. I finished painting them today. Yeah. I know, for those of you who are into home repairs and interior design and all those things, you're probably thinking, what in the world is this woman thinking? Well, let me tell you. That bathroom was so embarrassing to me that I didn't let people come over to my home. I didn't let friends and family all these years come over to my home because I was so embarrassed by it. Now, just taking a few days, cleaning it all, taping it off, priming it, several coats, allowing time for that primer to dry well, and then applying a couple of coats of paint. Took several days, but I just did 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, a little bit here, a little bit there. And over the course of three or four days, this bathroom that I was mortified by doesn't embarrass me anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. The counter still needs fixed. The sink still needs fixed. The floor still needs fixed. <laughs> it's not done. But eight or nine years of pain and suffering and missing out because I was so scared that I could be embarrassed. Well, that's just cruel and unusual punishment. And the worst part is I gave it to myself. You see, I was so 
worried and so anxious about what somebody might think of if they came into my house and saw that bathroom and saw how horrible and ugly it was that they might look at me and judge me and think that I'm not good enough. That because I bought a house as a single mom, going through a divorce, doing the best I could, keeping my family together, trying to help make sure that we were all healthy and provided for, that somehow in all of that, that because the tub was ugly and the sink and the counter need replaced and the floor has carpet in there, yeah, that's another problem. But I believed for so long and I let my anxiety run wild around all of that for so long that I missed out on opportunities and blessings and I stayed in a state of anxiety and pain and suffering for so many years. Today, I've gone into that bathroom and just looked at it several times. And you know, thankfully, the, a lot of the embarrassment is pulled away. And what I feel now is pride. The good kind of pride because I accomplished something that I was scared to do. That not so much the painting the tile. I was scared to take action, any action at all. Because my anxiety was running this program in me for so long that I just couldn't take the action. Painting the tile was easy. It was fast. It was quick. But finding that moment inside of me to say, enough. No longer will I allow myself to stay in this space where fear, where anxiety, and worrying about what other people think about me. Nope, no more of that. No more of that. That's what I'm proud of, is that I made that choice and then I actually took action. Now you might have something in your life like that. Is there something you can think of? Something that is holding you back because of fear and anxiety? Maybe you have a little project in your home. Maybe it's around your health. Maybe it's around your finances. Maybe around your parenting. Maybe in your marriage. Maybe you have a dream or a hobby or a passion you want to pursue, but you're just paralyzed that you might not be good enough. Somebody might look at you or judge you. Somebody might think you're not worthy or deserving. Recently, I had the privilege of speaking at a women's retreat up in Bear Lake, uh, Utah. And um, had the privilege of speaking on a topic that relates to this story. And I want to share a part of that presentation that I shared that day with these ladies. Because it starts off with a story about a woman who I have now studied for several months. And this woman has become, in my head and my heart, a friend, an inspiration, a mentor, and a teacher. Here's her story. 
for 12 years, this woman suffered with a health problem, something with her blood. And she couldn't figure out what to do and what, how to fix it. And so she used all her money, all her resources, all her knowledge, everything she could come up with to try to get help, to figure out the answers. But she couldn't. She just hadn't figured it out. But she did everything right. She did everything she could. And on the outside, her friends, her family, her community, she lived at a time in the world where if you were different, if you had something wrong with you and they couldn't explain it, you were labeled unclean. And you had to step away from your support system and the community. I can't imagine what that would feel like when you've done nothing wrong and yet you're pushed out. I can't imagine the anxiety or the fear or the loneliness or the sadness or the pain or the suffering that could come with not only having to deal with a health problem, but totally on your own. But this woman was amazing. She had faith and she knew who she was. You see, she didn't let her, the outside dictate her inside and she knew on the inside she was worthy she knew who she was she knew there was hope and she knew that it would come if she just kept hanging in there and did everything she could on her end one day this woman heard that the savior was coming the master healer the master physician the one who could heal her both body and spirit and so imagine the amount of faith she had to have to come into her community into the place where this man this god this savior would come and be around all those people knowing she could be judged knowing she could be criticized knowing she could may not even get what she hoped for, what she had faith for. But she moved closer to the source of where her light and her healing and her wholeness could take place. She moved closer. And when the Savior passed her by, she reached out and she touched the hem of his garment. And the scriptures say in Mark, the book of Mark, that straightway that which plagued her left her and she was made whole. Now, I can't imagine what she felt in her body at that moment. I don't know, but I do know this. She did three things that you and I can both do 
when we're feeling afraid, when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling lonely or cast out or not good enough or not whole or sick or afflicted or in pain and suffering, whether it's physical, mental or emotional or even spiritual, we can look to this woman and have faith like she did. She knew who she was. She had faith. Number two, she moved closer to the source. She took action. She moved closer to the source. She had to get up and move her body. And it was probably uncomfortable to, with a health problem and to face going into the community and into a crowd of people, probably was maybe a little uncomfortable. But she did it. And she did it because she knew she needed to get closer to the source. Now, you might have a business. You might be saying, but Rachel, I don't have a health problem. But you know what? You might have a business and you might be thinking, I really want to get this business goal or I really want to help more people or sell more of a product or put myself out there more or whatever it is. Get closer to the source, the source of all answers. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe there's a hiccup between you and your husband and you're struggling get closer to the source of all answers. Maybe you and your teenager are fighting. Get closer to the source of peace. If you want more of something that's good, go to the source of all good. The third thing she did is when she got closer to that source, she reached out. She took action with faith. She reached out and she took action. Now today, I, well, technically I started a few days ago, but today I finished painting that ugly tile. There was a moment when I had to just say, enough. I don't care what other people think. I have got to reach out and just take that step with faith. I've got to just believe in who I am. And the only way I can believe in who I am and be more comfortable with myself, love myself and become whole body and spirit and truly remember that I'm a child of God is that I have to move closer to the source. And I've spent the last several months every day, well, almost every day, reading, studying, pondering, prophesying, teaching, praising and rejoicing in the Savior consciously every day I've been moving closer to the source so when I looked at that bathroom the other day and I saw that stuff that that tile that ugly blackness it was time to take action I've been having faith I've moved closer to the source and today was the day to take that action and finish painting that ugly tile and making it white clean and bright it's symbolic for me. Now again, I already mentioned the bathroom's not done. There's still some projects that need to be done. But the biggest, hardest part was taking that first action step and I did it. And I do feel proud and accomplished. The right kind of proud. The proud where I did something hard. I took that action step and I did it. You know, Satan likes us to be stuck. 
He wants us to be unhappy. He wants us to be in a place of darkness and pain and suffering. He wants us to think that we're not good enough and not deserving. And when we feel and think those things, he laughs. He sticks this like funny mirror in front of us, like a carnival mirror all the time, trying to show us that we look funny or that we're too tall or too wide or too, you know, flaws are magnified and expanded. And he sticks this funny carnival mirror in front of our face all the time. And when we see in that carnival mirror of here's, we forget and miss that God's mirror is right there too. God's mirror is an amazing mirror because it looks beyond the body. It looks beyond the imperfections and the flaws. It has an eternal reflection. It looks into your heart and to your spirit and all that is you and all that is divine and all that is eternal. I challenge you to be like the woman with the issue of blood in the scriptures. Don't forget who you are. Have faith that things are going to get better. Move closer to the source of all goodness. Whatever your challenge, your goal, your hope, your problem is, your concern, your worry, whatever it is, move closer to the source of all goodness. And then reach out and take that action. God's plan is always about progress. It's always about moving forward. Because progress equals happiness. And Satan can't progress any further than where he is. So he does everything he can to keep you stuck like he is. But you are not stuck. You have the ability to always take forward action, even if it's only two millimeters at a time. And if you need help with that, be brave and ask for help. I'm here. There's others around you that will help you, that will support you and cheer you on and lead you closer to the path where you will be ready to meet the Savior and he will make you whole, both body and spirit. In the meantime, ladies, for those of you who are listening, I challenge you, find that little project, find that little thing that you've been afraid of doing and putting off. Take action. Just do it. Imperfect action. Just do it. Be anxiously engaged in your life. And as you do, you will feel freedom. So as we wrap up today, and as we always do, I just want to wish you an anxiety-free and a gratitude-filled day. Until next time.